is up, you guys? And welcome back to Sport Champs, episode 27? It sounds right. Yep, 27. I got my man oh. Dave to my right. Mo- most importantly, y'all just heard who we got to the left. Go ahead and, and I got introduce my yourself. Man. And I got my man Winston. What up? Me. What up, Winston? Welcome back, dude. Thanks, dude. Winston Missed. returns. Should Missed. I? I feel like we should put that in the title. Winston re- returns, dude. It's the new set. Return. Look at the new set, guys. Thanks. I don't know if you guys are digging the new set, but I do because it's so comfy. See, but I fucked up with the fit check. See, I forgot that we were doing this and having the set change. So I'm in sweats and my studio shirt, and <laughs> I just got back from the studio. Already fucking up the pod with the. Oh, it's it's YouTube telling us that we're live. Good. Beautiful. Shout out to everybody in the room. We got Derek over there behind the, the computer and behind the cam. We got Winston back. Where have you been, Winston? Oh, uh, you know, just dealing with life shit. Um, I was going to buy a house. Damn. Yeah, then I backed out of ballin'. that. My man's balling. Yeah, starting my master's program soon. So getting Damn. that situated. Let's go, dude. Congrats. Thanks, bro. You doing that the same thing that Holly did? Uh, it's a little different, but yeah, pretty it's much. kind of a different one? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Damn, that's fire. I didn't even know you could do different ones like that. Yeah. yeah. Is it like better or something or what? Mm, no, it's just what that my, different one. my job accepts it. Ah, I see. Yeah. It's whoever. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. That so makes I start sense. that February 1st. So That's fire. Yeah. Going to be a little bit more busy, that's for sure. That is for sure, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Well, as a, as a friend, I know you're really good at compartmentalizing your time. You're really responsible with that. You're like the first friend in the, like the Discord chat who's like, oh, 9 p.m. I got to go to bed, y'all. So, yeah so i know that it's it's, early it's, it ain't gonna be nothing for you it's just gonna be a commitment more than anything he's committed i mean we'll man see. man's pulls through with what he commits to he's out here man i mean yeah we'll see i haven't haven't been to school in a minute so we'll see hell yeah dude i mean fucking hey you got it you're, you're gonna be fine i already know you're gonna how, be fine. how was y'all's week good man uh got back from the studio just drew drove just drove just drew. drove back from springs here uh, to the Street Champ Studio from Mount Olympus Studio, my recording studio, and made two fire tracks, two fire beats today. Uh, showed you guys a little bit of them. You know, it's gonna be it, you know another good week. Doing the same damn thing next weekend. Um, you know, double days, dude. We're doing the double days, two a days. You know, oh, yeah. fucking podcast and making music. Um, other than that, though, you know, just worked. Um, took in a little bit of you know the sports. Fucking sad that there's no UFC this weekend. No, we. I think we got two weeks with no one. Um, right? There's no UFC, but if I'm not mistaken, Bellator, we, right? Um, I think Bellator's next week, and I think we have the okay. PFL Europe Ooh. thing, and it's basically their Challenger series. Which oh is, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I remember. Did you? Isn't see, Shane on that one? Um, no, probably not. So they announced um, three surprise or celebrity judges for it. So first one was Wiz Khalifa, who's a minority owner of the PFL. So oh that's, really? That's so he's that. one. Another one they announced, Tyron Woodley. What's it called? Oh, PFL what? challenger series if i'm not mistaken i think it's like their contender week series. one right I, I, I believe it's europe that's cool <clears throat> why is tyron woodley in it because he's well he fulfilled his contract obligations with the ufc and then he's yeah. been doing like boxing so i think this is just kind of him staying in like the adjacent mma headspace but isn't he good enough to not have to he's not fighting he's, oh he's okay. a celebrity judge he's just judging and you know the, the third celebrity judge that i wanted to name that really shocked me was um ray lewis Oh shit! So this is tonight, Friday. He, he killed a man. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Friday, uh, January twenty seventh this year, nine p.m. Eastern time. So here, if you're Fubo watching in Colorado, TV? yeah, yeah, it's on Fubo TV. Not um, familiar with. PM. 
There's only four bouts. We only have four bouts. Like I said, I believe it's the equivalent of the Dana White Contender Series. Lucas for Barbosa, Itso Bablu Dize, Eric Alquin and Thajin, Joseph Whitner, Zach Jusola, Kenley St. Louis, and Nick Alley. And I believe this is taking place okay. in Europe. They're doing the Challenger Series over there. We got gotcha. all wel- all welterweights. All of them are welterweights. Nice. This is all welterweights car. We got one fight at 175. That's the last fight. Nick Alley versus Kenley St. Louis. So PFL typically does that tournament system, right? So maybe yes. they're yeah. going to do that. They do with, like seasons. With shit. the welterweights, do you guys think they're going to do that? Like the winner of the winners? Go like they bracket these, these uh, guys? Probably not. Yeah. I think they're just going to do these cards and then decide to uh, sign them or not. Yeah, I assume There's only four fights. Mm-hmm. So, and that's kind of like Dana White Contender Series. Only five fights. And then they would choose who they would sign depending on if it was good or not. Okay. So I want to say they're going to do something like that. The first the first fight on there, I think, or maybe the last fight, this is Lucas Barbosa 2-1 fighting Itso Babul... Uh, what did I say? Babuladze. Something like that. 2-0. and So these guys are very, Prospects. very green. Very, very green. That's why it's the Challenger series, yeah. not the Contender. I mean, not no um, intellectual property pun intended. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, check that out. That is tonight if you're watching this live. Um, if you're not watching this live, then it already passed. Um, or it's going on right now. Yeah. One of the two. One of the two. Um, other than that, should we go over the maybe the... Oh, well, hold on. I, I guess I should... Oh, man. I got to refine it now dun, dun, dun. yeah let me go back refine this nice little sound here there it is boom now it's time to talk mma we should have hit that earlier but it's okay we're here now mm-hmm. um ufc we don't even have to go over a card huh um, or it was well, yeah we, we do yeah we do i was about to say sorry i'm running around we had two title we fights. We had two title fights on the pay-per-view. This is we're coming off of a pay-per-view guys. And I'm kind of confused, you know, cuz we took a break here, took a break, you know what I mean? We're back. We're back and rolling now. We have Winston back. I just locked my iPad. Now we're back. <laughs> All right, let's go over these early prelim results. We talked about them last episode, I believe. Um or no, we didn't. We didn't go over this card. Did we miss? I can't remember. I yeah, we, we no, we went it. over it. We yeah, we talked it about sure. j- it was just me and you. That's why. Yep. We we had uh, Winston missing. That's what happened. All right, so we had uh, the Bantamweight fight that started out the card. Simon Oliveira versus Daniel Marcos. Daniel Marcos hitting a 14-0 mark now, knocking out Simon Oliveira in second round. Two minutes and 18 seconds. Right after that, we had a women's featherweight bout. Josine Nunez uh, actually taking the win over Zara Fairborn or Fairborn, Fern Dos Santos. Right after that, we had Nicholas Dalby actually winning. I, that was an unexpected win for me, Nicholas Dalby, doing the damn thing, winning a decision against Warley Alves in the welterweight division. Um, and then Ishmael Bonfim knocking out Terrence McKinney cold. Did you no, see that one? No, I did not oh see that. I saw. I, was saying, I did not see that coming. Oh, my God. Terrence dude. McKinney's a dog. He's a dog, but he's a killer-be-killed fighter. And he was killed, that one. Ishmael Bonfim doing the damn Wasn't thing. Wasn't that his UFC debut as well? Mm-hmm. It was his UFC debut. Both the Bonfims? Bonfims. Both won. Both of them won. That's, That's a, a party at the Bonfim house, isn't it? Hell of an entrance to the UFC, hell you guys. Hell of a freaking entrance, dude. Round two knockout. Two minutes and 17 seconds. Right after that, we had a Bantamweight fight. Cody Stamen. Or, it's Stamen, yeah. Stamen, yeah. Stamen fighting Luan Lacerda. Stamen getting out the decision win over Lacerda. And, uh, yeah. Not much to say. Twenty one and five, yeah. Twenty one, twenty one five and one. And then what did I say last time in the last episode? Jelton Almeida is gonna knock this man out. We He's just gonna get him out of there. We parlayed that not going the distance. Yeah, parlayed it not going the distance. And guess what? 
didn't go the distance. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. After we mm-hmm. called it, Jelton Almeida knocked him cold. Um, second round, two minutes and fifty six seconds. That ended the early prelims, and now on to the normal prelim card. We had two canceled bouts. Uh, Gregory Rodriguez was supposed to buy, fight. Uh, Brad Tavares and Tioga Moises was supposed to fight Guram Kutaledze. Um, then we started out the uh, prelim card with Gabriel Bonfim. We just talked about the Bonfim brothers doing the damn thing. Getting a submission win in 49 seconds right after his brother getting the finish on uh, Monir Lezez. Lezez at 11-3 and three now. Now we got Bonfim 14-0. and 0. Yeah. Undefeated. Um, crazy, man. Walterweight, Walterweight's a crazy division, and for the Bonf- uh, Gabriel Bonfim to come in there and do his dang thing, impressive. Tiago Moises taking on Melquotzel Costa, and uh, he got it done by submission. Round two, Tiago Moises. Tiago? 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 Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I was struggling so bad. But then, another unexpected thing. I was going for Gregory Rodriguez in this next fight. And Bruno Ferreira shut me up, knocked him out in the first round. Gregory couldn't even get out the first round. Robocop getting shut off, man. Shut off. That's the wrong kind of downloaded you want. Ain't that right, Winston? Hell yeah. All right, now we got to talk about the legends in this uh, in this fight card that, that fight. We had two retired fighters. Um, we'll talk about one later, but one I want to talk about now is somebody who made me fall in love with the sport. Uh, Mauricio Shogun Ua. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything you've done for the sport. Thank you for your entertainment. Um, I'm very sad to see you go. I mean, we talked about it last week. We talked about it last week. He's going over against somebody uh, very hard to fight, Ihor Porteria. And the dude did the thing, um, TKOing Mauricio Shogunua um, in the first round, four minutes and five <clears throat> seconds. I mean, unfortunately, our legends in this sport don't go out in a good Foot, it's right? it's very rare that they go out on their terms. Yeah, it's uh, and honestly, he could have went out on his terms, but I feel like he just wanted one more win to get out of there, but couldn't get it done. Ending the sport at twenty seven fourteen and one, he needs to enter the Hall of Fame. If he doesn't, I'll be very surprised. He will. He, it's I a mean, guarantee. He did the damn thing in Pride. Did the damn thing in UFC. He's already a Hall of Famer, I believe, for his bouts with Dan Henderson. Yeah, those He's are Hall a of Fame combat bouts. sports Hall of Famer. Thank you, Mauricio Shogunhua, for everything that you've done. We appreciate you dearly. I'm very sad that you were on a prelim. At least you were the feature prelim, though, brother. Thank you for everything you've done for the light heavyweight division. You really, like, fucking broke barriers, dude. Mm-hmm. All um, the way back in pride. All the way back in pride. Thank you, Mauricio. All right, moving on to this main card, man. Moving on to this main card. <sighs> tough tough break for your mans, huh? Tough break for your mans, uh, the Bear Jew, Paul Craig. Getting knocked out at TKO'd in the first round by Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker just... That two minutes was hectic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know anybody, especially a focused Johnny Walker. Now, I know Johnny uh, a little bit ago blaming blaming the Kush for uh, his his <laughs> bad fights and him getting knocked out and stuff. <laughs> but, I mean, he's got some new coaching uh, coming in there, and they're doing the dang thing with Johnny Walker. Hell yeah. Um, good job, Johnny. I mean, you're doing the dang thing. You're scaring everybody by doing the worm still. Yeah. You know, hitting the worm. But That's how you fucked your That was a up, good dog. finish. I mean... For him to throw the kick, get his leg caught, and then unleash a strike on him, you got balance, you got power. Mm-hmm. You're a good fighter, man. Good job, Johnny. All right. Women flyweight bout. Should they have stopped it, Dave? Should Lauren, they have stopped it sooner? Against Lauren Murphy? Lauren Murphy, Jessica Andrade. Should they have stopped it sooner? Um, Winston didn't even watch it. Should they have stopped it sooner? Uh, I think I heard Dave reacting to the fights, I think. Mm. 
Barely. I, th- I want to say we were in Discord at the time. Yeah, that's fine. A little Discord yeah. watch so it, party. It sounds like they should have stopped it sooner because he was like, "Oh my god, what Dude, is going on?" Lauren was taking heat. Yeah, she was taking heat. She and Glover have like some like gene in their chins that just makes them impervious to falling down too much. Yeah, dude. I just Jessica Andrade also we can't we can't, you know, nullify the fact that she's a beast. Oh, no, no a doubt. Beast at Flyway. Who's stopping Jessica Andrade right now? Don't know. Don't know other than Rose, I mean, but or I Whaley. mean, we seen we seen Jessica slammer on her face though, so yeah, Whaley, I think, wins that fight, though, if they fight. Andrade, Whaley. They've Shane. already fought a few times. That's when she oh, got yeah, the belt yeah, the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah, twice, right? I know they fought at least once, because that's how she got the belt. It is how she got the belt. You're right. Mm-hmm. See, and then, and then Rose came and took it from Whaley. Flyway and then Rose just defended a... it against her as a rematch. Or no, they, they had a rematch that wasn't even for anything. Then Carla got it out of nowhere. Just On the bo- that boring-ass fight. I mean, we won't talk about it. Um, all right, moving on. We had Gilbert Burns submitting Neil Magny. I mean, I've seen this coming. Gilbert Odds Burns were for is that a, to happen. Yeah, I mean, Gilbert Burns is a scary man to fight. Did you see his call out, though? Yes. Kobe Covington! I want that fight so I bad. I want that fight so bad, too, but you know what else is a good fight? Gilbert Burns, Bilal Muhammad. Good fight. Good yeah, fight right I'm there, not mad at Good that. fight right there. But the fight to make is Colby and Gilbert. Um, Davis and Figueredo. Getting TKO'd by Brandon Moreno via Dr. Stoppage. Mm-hmm. Via Dr. Stoppage, it was uh, round three, five minutes. Let's go! Brandon Moreno, dude, I was scr- I was waxing my boards as I was watching that fight. And uh, snowboard, went snowboarding. But, um, dude, I was screaming. I was like, let's go! Ah, it was such a good fight, dude. He showed, he showed out. Moreno showed out. He showed, he showed what he can do. You know, he's a beast. He's a beast. That's his, yeah, that's <clears throat> definitely his weight class. Moreno's an all-class act. All-class. Love seeing him. I feel like he's put over to the like extent of a Diaz brother now because yes. of his, his Mexican heritage. So every time he fights on the West Coast, it's like he's must-see TV. He's loved. He's a very loved fighter, too. Like He's fun to watch. He actually mm-hmm. like he puts it all out there, dude. He puts it all out there for him to get the title back. Ah, I'm so happy, dude. He was in. He was interim champion. Now he's for sure champion. We actually, uh, when Davison was taking off his gloves, I was like, he's retired. That's what I was about to say. I was like, no, you don't. Yeah, I was like, dude, do not retire right now. You have so far to go. And then he just announced that he's moving up to 135 bantamweight. He's gonna run a muck in 135. He's gonna run a muck. He's a little small. He's small. Though. Yeah, he's small. It kind of scares me, dude. Like a uh, Davison Figueroa versus Sean O'Malley. You're not touching Sean. Sean's going to keep you at distance. All right, but moving on. It would still be a good fight, though. That is one thing I'll say. Um, shout out to everybody who's in the chat. We cannot see the chat right now, but it's okay. Thank you for if you're watching this live, honestly. Let's see if I can pull it up on my phone Thank you for something. watching the live. We got Winston checking out what we got. Probably nothing, huh? Uh, he said he needed some money after Jake. This was a minute ago. It was authentic. Ah, uh, yeah. I see you. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat, though, joining up with us. Um, all right, let's get on the main event of the evening. Jamal Hill, Glover Teixeira. We have a new champion, Jamal Hill, who's never been champion. Very emotional after his win. Um, we have a decision win, round five. Do you think they should have stopped that fight? They could have stopped it after those like three consecutive head kicks, dog. They could have stopped the fight. It's respect to Glover yeah. because Glover has shown in countless attempts that like, and he wanted to keep going. Like, yeah, we know, we yeah. know. But I mean, sometimes you got to save fighters from themselves, but. I just, I don't know, like Jamal Hill, I did not see him losing that fight, really shy of getting knocked out, 
I didn't see him losing that fight. Yeah, I mean, we were kind of, both of us were. I wanted Glover to win very badly. I was picking Glover because I thought maybe he could get Jamal down, but Jamal showed out with his defense. Now, this is a huge historical moment in terms of significance of UFC branding and reach. Jamal Hill becomes the very first Dana White Contender Series alum to win a belt. Mm. Put that in That's big. We, we thought it would be O'Malley. It happened fast. Oh, yeah. And the crazy thing is, is he was talking to Ariel last year, like right before February of like 2022. And in um, the interview, he was just like, where do you see yourself in February of 2023? And he goes, champion. Yes. I remember that. I watched that, dude. And I think he deserves it. I, I love how Jamal Hill thing that Jamal Hill does that reminds me of like prime John Jones when like Jones took out Hua is he throws caution to the wind and then just throws devastation at you. You know what I'm saying? The strategy yeah. is just like, I'm going to make you quiver. Like he did it to Tiago Santo. Like he's done it to everybody at this point. Doing the dang thing. He just has hands of fury. And he's one of those rare specimens who hasn't been doing MMA that long years wise, but yet. He's just a God-given talent. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. no accident. That also being considered, light heavyweight has been a back burner of a weight class. We've had a lot of regurgitation at champ after DC and Jones left, you know? Mm-hmm. So the matchmaking at, at 205 is kind of stale outside. So it was awesome to get a new face in there. And, new faces, And who would have known this young buck was just going to... Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And then another thing this puts into perspective that I want to just... I saw a post about this that really like made me think... Um, Glover went 25 minutes with, or almost 25 minutes with Yuri, went as many minutes as he did with Jan Blokovic, and then he went, like, all those minutes with Hill, he lasted 13 with Rumble. Rumble hit him with that one R.I.P. punch. Rumble, man. R. That R. shows Rumble. how awesome Rumble was. Yeah. I argue Great that, fighter. I argue pound for pound, de- most devastating striker in MMA history. Yeah, dude, definitely. I just had to, like, shout out he Rumble. Has, he had Mike Tyson hands in the UFC, dude. And the crazy thing, knocking people out. How did he fight from 170 to heavyweight? Don't know. Don't know how that happened. (laughs) Crazy. That is crazy. Not to get off topic. No, you're okay. You're okay. I mean, that was your UFC 283 recap from Sport Champs. One thing I do want to talk about before we move on, though, Uh, Winston, will you pull up Jamal Hill? Um, and I want you to look at his chest tattoo. And I want you to tell me what you think. What do you think about Jamal? It's J A M A H A L. Yep, he hit it. Uh, and if you guys, if you guys are watching with us, go ahead and go to Google and type in Jamal Hill, um, and maybe just in the, the first image that will come up will be a dog, a dog. But let's talk <laughs> about this chest tattoo. Can we talk about this chest tattoo? What, I see the thumbs up. What does it say? I don't know what it said. Um, I can't remember honestly. Northsiders. I just don't know. I just I'm talking. Let's talk about the thumbs real quick. Let's talk about the thumbs up. I mean, I mean, the uh, worst tattoo in the UFC. Yes or no? Oh, you just reminded worst me of... Worst tattoo in the UFC, maybe? Maybe worst tattoo on a champion in the UFC. I mean, we could say that. It looks like he's got gloves, like it's Mario's thumbs. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Bro, you just... And I wanted to bring this up to you so you could talk about this a little bit, too. I mean, you know, we were kind of hitting that UFC 283 thing, but... It's I okay. don't know. Rate, rate this tattoo for us, man. I'm going to give it a three, bro. Three out of ten yeah. for Jamal Hill's tattoo. The hands are unrealistic. The thumbs are small. They're terrible. I'm definitely beating this person in the thumb war. Oh, um, yep. They ain't, they, those ain't Winston's hands. It looks like they're wearing gloves, which it's UFC, so maybe that's it. You I, know mean, I mean, those are the shittiest gloves um, that I've ever seen in my life. If we're 
Josh just sent me some potential MMA breaking news. Oh, what do we got? So you this go is, ahead and announce it. We have okay, some breaking I don't know. I'm not. If this Ooh, you know what I should do? Hold if on, this isn't a legitimate thing, Josh is super reputable, so I know he vets his sources. So I'm, I'm I consider this legit. Hold so. on one sec. Hold on one sec. Let's try something out. Whoa! What oh, is whoa. happening? Okay, never mind. Okay, I hit the, it's the apps being all stupid. Well, according to this tweet. It says, Dana White announces UFC 287 will be headlined by a rematch of Alex Pereira and Izzy. Co- Co-main will be Gilbert Burns against... God damn it, dude. Jesus Christ. I know, dude. Not. Nah, I'm sorry. Co-main <laughs> event... shaking his head. Co-main Derek, a- Derek is probably like, what is going on? What? Sorry. Co-main event will be Gilbert Burns against a returning... No. Jorge Mavido. What? <laughs> What? If that's legit. Read that one more time for him. Read that one more time for him. According to this tweet, and Josh is typing now, so I'm sure he's got the deeds. Who's this tweet from? It says Andrew Harbaugh. I don't know who that is. I'm not familiar. But it says Dana White announces that UFC 287 will be headlined by a rematch of Alex Pereira and Israel Adesanya. Co-main event will be Gilbert Burns against a returning Jorge Masvidal. Wow. If that's true, that's bananas. I'm going to check out what Ariel Hawani's saying about this right now if he's reported anything. Yep. One minute ago, Ariel Hawani, Alex Fajeda, Israel Adesanya, Gilbert Burns, Jorge Masvidal, co-headlining for the first fight I just called April 8th, pay-per-view per Dana White. So I perform April 7th, good plug, for DB Bat a Bag the night before that. So we're going to be able to it's watch far, that. It's far in the future, but if I'm parlaying those two fights in the future now, I got I got Pereira retaining, and I got Gilbert Mm. That's my two. I, I think I'm going Izzy, bro. I got Izzy. I think I'm going Izzy. I got Izzy. And then probably Gilbert. I made a song style bender. I'm going Izzy. Did you see his Izzy. new face tattoos? Yes. I did see his I new not. face tattoos. You got some pull, like, pull those up. Pull those up for you so you can see those. You got some like right above his eyebrows. Pretty yeah, fire. Yeah, man. They're pretty fire, bro. I could see him with them. A little. I mean, nerd! He's, he's into. Nerd alert! You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't but, say nerd, but anyways. No, I'm just. I know. I'm just joking. It was a joke. He's into like. Like anime and all, like the culture that comes with that. So tell I'm sure this, that there's something to do with that yeah, implied about this. That's like a meaning that I don't. Winston, tell me this isn't nerd alert. Tell me that ain't nerd face alert. Face tats. Mm. <laughs> Winston, <has laughs> it just hits you with the. Mm. Yeah, I, I know. Can't, I can't find it yet. It's Naruto. What really? No, just type in Israel Adesanya face tats. Just look up his IG. It'll oh be yeah, on just there. look up his IG. Stylebender. It'll be on there. Yeah, true. I'm telling you guys, his kryptonite is Pereira. But I think, I think it's cool. How do you, you like him? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I like him too. I was just joking about the nerd shit, but I, it is kind of nerdy. Do you think Pereira goes up to 205 to try to challenge Jamal Hill to read he his He's already calling him out. Well, now that he has a fight book that can't take place until the, at minimum that happens, and that's also assuming Dana doesn't get... Like, Yuri at best will be back in probably like seven months. Yeah, because you know, he has like a like, like a months. one year for recovery. I think he like fucked up his rotator cuff or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had to get surgery. This he is really random. So random, but it reminded me. Did you know? There's um, I saw a side by side. It showed John Jones, um, Kamaro Usman, and Jamal Hill in their UFC photo holding the belt, and all three of them had Photoshop imposed Usman's arm. Like, all three back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. You can see the arms identical. They just, like, impose tattoos on it and shit. <laughs> Got you. That's UFC hilarious. Photoshop 
Cutting corners. Cutting man. corners. <laughs> you got to pay for that power slap league. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> we should talk about that a little bit. Oh, Let's dude. get into that. I watched the second two? week. I watched episode two. Um, you live react out, to those, right? Shout out to, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, well, Josh canceled on us this week, so we didn't get to live react to that. But next Wednesday, check us out on twitch.tv slash Hilda Josh. Yeah, if y'all want to see some um, AEW live reactions too, yeah, we show do up a whole well. hour earlier. Yeah, so an hour before that, yep. We watch AEW as well. But, um, yeah, let's talk about slap. Uh, let's talk about the slap fights. Now, uh, Winston, have you watched any of these slap fights at all? Um, I think I saw a clip that you posted on your Instagram. of Maybe it was Josh about reacting to the slap fights. Yeah, so it was us. We were reacting to that. Yep, yep, I saw yep. that. That, guy, that guy's face was swollen as fuck. Dude. <laughs> we had some bad ones this week, too. Like We had some pretty good knockouts. Um, it's yeah. Let's talk first though. Let's talk about how uh how much flame it's getting, dude. They the slap fight championship is getting flamed. So flamed. Everyone hard. is calling it like super like they're saying it shouldn't be allowed and it's barbaric See, and all and these I things. Don't get that. Now if, I want to take a minute and pause and be like, didn't we hear this same shit twenty years ago when we were transitioning from yeah. MMA to I mean boxing to MMA? My they, thing they is called like, them barbarians. My thing is like okay. You want to talk about barbaric and scary and, you know, that dude's taking a bad shot. That slap to the face? What hurts worse? A slap to the face or Jorge Masvidal's knee coming to your fucking forehead Yeah. at however miles like per 20 hour miles an hour and knocking you shit. out cold and then you get hit three more times on the ground. How are you going to compare that to a slap? Like, yeah. come on. Get, just, get out of my face with when that. When you sign you know? up for these things. You're signing up for it. Exactly. Like, I'm not condoning them I'm getting not, yeah. hurt. No one's you saying. Know? We don't applaud people getting hurt. And also, I want to throw out there before you continue. It's a dumb sport. This is stupid. Yeah. But it's entertaining. So, you know, I don't know. You give or choose. If you don't want to watch it, you don't have to watch it. But I'm going to watch it because it's like it's like watching a fight on the street, man. Like, I'm going I'm to be like, whoa. What, Did you hear the. What's um, going on? Like, Whoa. I don't know who was talking about it. Crazy. Someone on Twitter allegedly leaked some of the fighter pay or the slap oh, fighter dude, pay. Oh, dude, I heard. Yeah, that's they, atrocious. I that's don't atrocious. They were getting two and two. Two and two. So for those who don't $2, know. $2,000 to show up. And two to win. 2000 to win. That's bullshit. Damn. Dude, you can make that in a, in like a month for a decent job. I'm like, getting slapped and tapping out. I'm out. Really? You just make the 2K to get slapped? Yeah, bro. Oh, Winston's <laughs> on the other side. See, I think it's too low. I think they need to get paid a little more. I think they 2, need 2000 to... isn't... To get rocked like that? I'm good. They're getting rocked, dude. One... We got to show you them. I feel like if we you show you more some than, more videos... I, more than two grand in dental bills, bro. I don't know. You've seen one, though. I, I saw yeah. like one guy get slapped. You would take that, that for 2K? One slap. You get a you lot. take that for 2K? He needs to be in my weight class. <laughs> they, they do weight classes. You ain't classes. making any of those yeah. weight classes, man. He, he needs to be in my yeah, weight so class. They have bro. welterweight. Um, welterweight to heavyweight. Welterweight There's four to of them. Yeah, there's four of them. Welter or welterweights, one seventy. Middles, one eighty-five. Um, two hundred five is light heavy, and then heavy is like up to two sixty-five. Got you. Um, so the first two episodes have only been. It's like the show is called like what's it called again? Slap Power Slap, right? It's like Power Slap Road to the Finals or something like that. But what they're doing is they're just showing exhibition bouts that they kind of um, set up so that they could gauge talent, and then they were picking um, on this second episode. They were actually picking the talent. So this basically mm -hmm. is the exact format of the Ultimate Fighter House. Did you notice that they after that first woman slap fight they didn't do another one? Well, they said Did you notice that. She said that they brought her in as a coach, and I think the reason that was is because it was really hard for them to attract talent yeah, for this enough. Too and like, and it's it's such a nuanced thing that yeah. like, I don't know. That being considered, 
Um, they got to pick their fighters or their slap fighters. So there's a team Wolverine and a team Destroyer. One team is Wolverine slap fighter, and the other team is Darius Destroyer. Slap so fighter. Destro- both are the best slap fighters. So the history of these two is Destroyer is entirely undefeated, and then um, what was the other guy's name? Um, I just know him as Wolverine. Wolverine. Okay, Wolverine. Yeah. So Wolverine. Ryan Phillips. So Wolverine is entirely. Oh, no, no, no. That's just Wolverine. It's Wolverine just- is undefeated in slap boxing except against Destroyer. He's 0 2 against Destroyer. And in their last bout, they called a decision after 27 rounds. These homies slapped each other 27 fucking times. Jesus, dude. I'm out. And then we're I'm still out. looking I'm at. out. See, maybe at that. Maybe they can. Maybe we could talk shit a, about that. They have like, like a three round thing much. now. Yes, yeah, is a three round thing. And the, you know, I bet you championship slaps. bouts is until someone falls or verbally Oh, my God. Quits. Can we not? <laughs> Definitely getting concussed. Oh, like, yeah. The concussions oh, are yeah. insane. So that's another thing we could talk about. We actually had you in this week. It. In this week, we had people getting knocked out, but then the guys would foul. So that you can't step when you slap. You can't like you step can't pivot. Into it. No, no pivoting. No feet stepping. Feet stay planted. Ste- feet stay planted. You know that it takes some power out the slap, which yeah. is good. They're taking precautions to do stuff like that. But there's so many fouls in this last episode, and the guys would get knocked out while he wins by he like the guy who got knocked out won by disqualification. Dana still signed the other guy Damn. to the house. Because the reason why, even though the guy won and got disqualified, he got knocked out and is not medically able to make it. Oh, fuck. So, you know, I mean, this is all Nevada State Athletic Commission. Yeah. So they decided, oh, he can't make it. And then Dana's like, well, I need need the talent, so I'm going to just pick the other guy. So we had that like three times this last week. It's going to be the last man standing. Yeah. And so there's – like we were talking about the weight classes. Let's talk about the teams and the weight classes. So they they went through all of this talent and then picked their team. So we have Team Wolverine. We'll go over all these guys first. It was kind of old school football, pick your team. So he, uh, we have Team Wolverine, his two heavyweights. We have Ryan Phillips, AJ Hintz. Those are his two heavyweights. We have uh, two light heavyweights, Vern Cathy and Nikolai Solik, uh, Solkoki. Beasts. <laughs> Beasts. Middleweight, we have John Davis and Wesley Drain. Welterweights, we got more. We, and some of these are alternatives as well. We have Chris Thomas, Michael Smith, Slap Jesus. Shout out Slap Jesus. We have Jesus Gaspar, Azel Rodriguez, and Andre Provost. And that is uh, – and, and Drew Provost, excuse me. Um, that is Team Wolverine. Then we have Team Destroyer heavyweights, Mitchell Sipe and Dwayne Crespo. We have light heavyweights, Russell Rivero and Devin Schwan. That's a guy I'm keeping my eye on. Tatted, tatted, full tats. And that's another thing. All these guys are going to be in that one house. It's kind of like reality show-ish, like, kind of like yeah. the Ultimate Fighter. If I don't know any of you viewers are watching, know what that is. But, yeah. Um, then we have the middleweights, John Kennedy, Emmanuel Muniz. And then we have uh, welterweights, more of them. Jesse Nutting, <laughs> Nutting, um, Waylon Frost, Jewel Scott, Carese Archer, and Robert Trujillo. And Robert Trujillo is actually from Pueblo. Um, we have one Pueblo win in the house. Is that the one that said um, Arvada? Or not Arvada, it said... Um, no, Trinidad. that guy got knocked out. That guy got knocked out and he's not in. It didn't even say... Did it say Pueblo on his thing? I don't remember seeing I've been Robert out. Trujillo. I think Robert Trujillo was in the first episode. I just oh. don't remember seeing him. I think he was one of the fast ones, like how they, they went through those fast ones that shout first out. week. So shout out to Robert Trujillo from Pueblo, our hometown. Repping. Repping in Power Slap. Repping I mean, that 719. It's not the best thing to rep, but 
That's whatever. Fire. I mean, it's cool. I mean, hey, it's cool. We slap around here. We slap. We slap him. There's man. a little domestic violence down here. It we're is slappers. It is. People yeah, got right. strong backhands. It is. You know, whippersnappers. Yeah. Nah, we're whipperslappers. You know, like all right. So they actually. Um, let me look up these fights for next week. Sorry. We got Derek taking a shower. You hear that little shower going? He's cleaning his little whistle. Um, <laughs> uh, I, it's not giving me a schedule. They went over the fights, though. There was there was fight, and uh, let's talk about the viewership. So we had AEW last week, their first week, sitting at about nine hundred and eighty-five thousand people watching AEW. Nice. Um, right after AEW's Power Slap, Power Slap only had. 275,000 viewers for their first one. Terrible numbers. Terrible numbers. At the start or at the end? At the start. Okay. Terrible numbers. That's bad. That was the, That's like the 47th ranked show on the channel. Like, terrible. Um, this week, they actually did a little bit better. They had 403,000. I don't know where they really ranked, but they actually went up a little bit. So will we see the viewerships continue to go up, or will we see this viewership just tank and not see another power slap season? Um, <clears throat> It's all dependent on, like... If they keep showing us people going to sleep, I'm going to keep watching. If we get like a stalemate episode, I'm still going to watch. And of course, they're going to, it's a two way marketing street. When you have the social show aspect where they're like locked in the house, they don't get to really go and do whatever they want. They just train because they're trying to groom the talent. But if they, heaven forbid, they have a bunch of lull bouts, you know what I'm saying? And no one gets Mm -hmm. knocked out. They're going to really lean into like drama in the house. Because they they fill this house with like endless liquor. The only liquor on the whole show. That's branded as Howlerhead. Howlerhead. That shit. <clears throat> mm. Um, and we can't forget this is even though they're doing they did better than last week, mm-hmm. they still lost over half of the viewership from AEW. Well, I think AEW was at one point something mil. I think at, at the time of second weeks, so like they're losing half the viewership from that. This but is honestly, like it's pro wrestling compared to slapping each other unconscious. I don't think you want to show your kids that's what i was about to say <laughs> there's a lot of <clears throat> parents that are watching with the kids. wrestling is very tip atypically like kid friendly there's a lot of adult yeah. innuendos but like they go a lot over, of adults go they go over the kids heads sport, but, but. so for like when i think about being a kid like we would watch like monday night raw at my house that. and thanks dude. we'd just be chilling and i don't ever remember us staying put to watch whatever was after we would go do our own thing so at that point it's like if you're watching the wrestling with your kids you might not want to show them people getting slapped unconscious because that might be a little traumatizing to someone who's unfamiliar with people going unconscious involuntarily. Big so, big facts. All things considered, um, I think there's not as much crossover fanship as they anticipated by putting it in that time slot. Yeah. That being said, I don't see. I see like some people who are MMA savvy who really don't care for it, but for the most part, I haven't heard there's one. a lot of MMA fans that hate it. I, a lot. I think in a weird convoluted way they'd look at it in a threatening manner as if it's competing with mm-hmm. like the market share of combat sports that they thought that they had stride to mm-hmm. earn per se but I don't think that that competes with them at all so I I get it and I don't this I mean is, this is the most produced form of this sport too like it's not getting better than this production mm-mm. wise like this is the top the best the yeah the the pinnacle of the, of slap fighting but it you know I don't know I don't know. We're just going to have to see in the later weeks where this is at. Let's just root for Robert Shaheel, huh? From Pueblo. Yeah. Let's go. That'd be sick. Who do, who do you like, though? Who do you like out of that? Um, who do you remember? So, um, I wanted to ask. That one heavyweight, I think his last name's like Sipe or something like that. 
Crespo? The dude who lost to Kamara Usman's brother in the Ultimate Fighter finale. Let me see. He's the heavyweight. Oh, um, um, mm, Drain. Wesley Drain, right? No, that no. doesn't sound right. Um, is he a heavyweight? Yeah. Dwayne Crespo, Mitchell Sipe. I think it's, that's uh, it's that, Mitch. Guy. that Mitch. guy. Yeah, you like Mitch. So when he came out and he just like, you could see the like chalk flying off of his hand before he even hit homie. That shit was crazy. It was crazy. terrifying, man. And then um, that one dude who was just like, I don't remember his name, and his name's probably not going to sound familiar because they, they all kind of blurred after that. But um, he was like, he's like, yeah, I'm a trucker. And comes out there and just boom. Boom! And then Vern Cathy. Knocked out. That dude Vern, as soon as he walked out, I was like, oh, he's going to one slap everybody he touches. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's one of those dudes who just kind of like looks like if you try to fuck mm. with his car, he's Hell just going to yeah. I like Robert Shahiro, obviously, Devin Schwan, Ryan Phillips. Um, who else is on there? John Davis is good. I like Slap Jesus, too. Shout out Michael Smith. That is Slap a cool Jesus. name. Yeah, man. And he gets in some heaters. He gets his in some jaw, heaters. His jaw isn't questionable from the standpoint of saying, like, you have a questionable jaw in and of itself. Yeah. Because you're in a, like, a to-be-slab defenseless competition. That being said, he gets wobbled and he comes back. Mm-hmm. So, Crazy. All many, that being said, I will forever be an MMA fan over this. What? How I'll many be. weeks until we get like someone doing some Tua shit where they're throwing gang signs? Oh, dude, oh that's the very first week. The very first week, the, the oh, very, really? oh, the yeah. very first week on the, this dude. This got week knocked. too. It happened this week too. Oh, yeah. when this dude oh, yeah. got knocked, he fell back and he instantly did this, which is like straight concussion. Like yeah. that's like your pre-ops wristband. Your pre-ops balance shit in your brain is just not good. Not where it should not be. Good. Damn. Is yeah, this, hey, it's well. bad it's bad it's pretty bad but i mean again i i want to bring it up again like are we what it depends on you this is all subjective obviously but to me a flying knee coming at i don't know how or many a miles kick uh, how, how many miles an hour yeah a fucking spinning back fucking heel kick dude getting kicked with a heel on yeah. your temple like tell me what tony like, ferguson you tell went, me what's worse tell me what tony ferguson went through against yeah. michael chandler and tell kicked me in the chin and he got he got like, kicked and then what is full worse? momentum just bounced onto his head what is yeah. you tell me what's worse you know what i mean and i'm not trying to say that from a position of like oh sh- shame towards anybody like i said if you sign up for it then it's within the rule sets that are being maintained that you signed up for i'm cool with it i've seen somebody getting choked out in the ufc that biting on their tongue, bro, because their tongue got caught. Yeah. yeah, biting on their tongue and then unconscious, and chicks all like dead. Like, dude, I mean, what are we talking? It's very subjective. Combat is combat. So I mean, combat is combat. You take it as you want. If you don't like slap fighting, I don't blame you, because that's a very stupid sport. Yeah, but yeah. I'm gonna watch it and I'm gonna, talk, gonna about talk about it on about here, it. Yeah. just because. I mean, this is a very different thing. Like I said a little bit ago, this is the highest point of the sport we probably will ever get, yeah. ever get. You know, ever. So let's talk about it. Um, but yeah, all right, moving on. Let's talk about maybe some NFL. Maybe is there any basketball news? Uh, let's talk about let's talk about the rankings in the basketball or standings. Excuse all me. Right. Talk about standings again. I like to talk about the standings every week. So now we're getting on to NBA. Um. So, uh, shout out Josh. He told me that uh, we might trade Bones Highland. Is a Nuggets NBA player. Ah. He's a backup point guard. He's, he's really good go getter. He's really good. Um. He's streaky but he's really good he's second year in the league yeah um so it looks like he they might trade him for a backup center our backup center for the nuggets is currently deandre jordan he's old and older he's one one dimensional one dimensional guy he's rebounding blocks and will dunk the ball and nothing he can't shoot the ball to Mm. save his life so it looks like we might trade bones highland to get a backup center uh so that's 
news for the Nuggets. Who um, do you think would be an eligible candidate based on, like, it's hard to say because you don't know what teams are considerable. Like, you got to think what teams either want a backup point guard or guard in and of itself versus teams that have centers to let go of. So Josh was saying uh, Nas Reed from the Timberwolves. So you would send Bones to the Timberwolves, and then we would get Nas Reed. Um, and Josh says that he's good. I haven't looked up his stats personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, from what I can remember, he can shoot threes and space the floor. Okay. Um, so I think nice. he'd, be, he'd be good. Um, and the Timberwolves GM is the Nuggets' former GM. So I, I think he drafted Bones. I could be mistaken, but nice. I think he drafted Bones. So he'll probably want uh, the guy that one of the guys that he drafted type deal. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, let's talk about these Eastern Conference standings. First, down to last, we got Boston Celtics sitting at 35 and 15, killing it. 20 and 11 for their conference. No surprise. Six and one for their division. Home, 18 and six. Okay, road, 17 and nine, killing it. Just like they always have been. Um, right after that, we got the 76ers. The 76ers up there, 31 and 16. Good for them. Doing the damn thing. Good for them, right? Climbing up, climbing up, passing the Bucks. The Bucks were second last week. Um, now we have the Bucks sitting in third, 31 and 17 on the standings, 18 and 13 for the conference, six and four uh, for the divisional. I mean, if you just look at the Celtics, uh, six and one to their six and four. I mean, Celtics are doing it for the divisional. Um, Bro- uh, Brockton, <laughs> Brooklyn Nets, fourth place, 29 and 19. Cleveland Cavaliers, 30 and 20, and the Miami Heat sitting at six. Uh, 27 and 22. Those are the guys making it in. Then we have uh, Knicks knocking on the door, Atlanta knocking on the door, Pacers, and in 10th place, we got the Wizards. Those are all playing teams. Those are playing yeah. teams. And uh, the rest, I don't know, man. We got Bulls down to the Pistons, Toronto, Orlando Magic, and uh, the Hornets. I mean, 13 and 37 for these Pistons, 14 and 36 for the Hornets. Not doing too hot. Let's move on to this Western Conference. Denver Nuggets. Let's go, dude. Yo. 34 and Big 15. Big chilling with 25 and 10 for the conference. 19 and 4 for the divisional. Home, 22 and 4. Let's play dude. at home, baby. Killing Get it. us at home, dude. Get us Come that. on, Get dude. Us that number one seed. And you know those four losses were close losses. You know what I mean? We almost had it. It's all good. We just lost like a, an 11 game win streak mm. this oh, week, I think. Yep, yep. We're at a one game loss. Yep. We're at a one game loss for the streaks. Um, but hey, let's talk about our road games 12 and 11. Yeah, got to pick it up on the road, guys. Got to pick it up on the road. Two and zero in overtime, though. Take us to overtime, boys. Um, right after that, Memphis Grizzlies, thirty-one and seventeen. We got them fifteen and fourteen for the conference. See, look at the difference there: twenty-five and ten for the Nuggets, and then fifteen and fourteen. Crazy. Then they got six and two for the divisional, better than us. Or uh, we have more games. Um, then they're home, 20-3. and three. Pretty great. Right after that, we have the Kings, third place. Okay, Kings. Sacramento Kings doing the thing, 27-20. and 20. Right after that, we have the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, 26-23. Uh, and 23. The Clippers, 27-24. Sixth place, the Mavs. Picking it up, 26-24. and 24. They were kind of even Stevens there for a minute, getting that nice win for their last game. Um, Clippers on a four-game win streak. Look at the Pelicans, six-game loss streak. Yeah, they're stuff. They're they're struggling without Zion. Zion's yeah. been out and they're struggling. Ah, okay, that's the news. When is he back? Um, I'm not sure. I think like a couple weeks. Three I mean, weeks. no Zion. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a hard stance. I've been saying this for a couple years, but I haven't had the pop platform to like vent it. Zion is a medical bust. He's a beast ah, when he's on the court, but when he's hurt, if he can string together a seventy or like I don't know like a sixty-five game year, 
I will take it back. But until otherwise, I think he just, his body and his explosivity and his game type is just not allowing him to play like his, his ball. Yeah. I mean, he's very physical, um, and oh so my. he's getting bumped around a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Damn, so look not... at this. Hold on. Look at this guy. She Is that a denim shirt, my man? Damn, mm. this guy is. Save some for the rest of us, dude. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just. Do you think he's really vis- uh, real physical as he gets bumped yeah. a lot? Yeah, a lot Bumping. of points in the paint, so those uh, are big guys down there. So mm. hard, Hard to deal with them big guys, dude. All right, seventh to tenth, we got Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors, twenty-four and twenty-four. You got anything to say? We just beat Memphis like last night or the Ow! night before. It was a just great beat game. Memphis, fourteen and nine for the conference. You guys are four and four for the divisional, so, and then at eighteen and six at home. I want to talk about that game real quick. So one thing that was like worth noting, um, we were down like ten points with like six minutes left in the game, and then we went on a little run to like tie it up, and um, at some random point. Jordan Poole, like, for no reason, with time still left on the clock, takes, like, a 34-footer. Like, why are you taking that, oh dog? My like, God. pass the ball. Someone talk to this Dribble man. up. Do something. Just don't do that. That's some 2K shit. Like, regardless. <laughs> if you make it, we're going to applaud it. But, like, we're still going to be like, You're why not gonna did, make why it, did you do yeah, that? So he, miss, make it, he misses that shot. And as he misses that shot, Steph runs back down the court. And out of frustration for the, the immature shot selection and because Steph was just like, you could have passed Steph the ball. I'm not saying Steph was going to shoot it, but Steph's way more qualified to shoot it than you would have been. No offense, Jordan Poole, Facts. as a great shooter. But so Steph out, of, Steph, out of frustration, Steph takes his mouthpiece and chucks it. Not at anybody. He just chucks it. And for the second time in the his NBA gentleman. second time in his NBA career, he gets ejected from a game. Ah, ejected. Bye. I, I saw that shit. Oh, yeah. man. It Don't is throw the mouthpiece, man. Don't throw the mouthpiece. When that happened, we were kind of like, oh, fuck. Like, it was like, we were like, I think down two or like up one type shit. Like, it was really close. So, it didn't, I thought that like that was bad for the overall ending of the game. But our defense, like, got some like clamps. You know what I'm saying? We kind of did what we needed to do uh, into the game on top, won by like one Mm. point. Um, Draymond had to shoot some free throws. You guys um, are in eighth place. Jordan Poole hit a last second little like thing. So like obviously I want us to make a seeding so we don't have to touch that play in tournament. But as long as we're at least the tenth seed, we're gonna be in the tournament. So yeah. yeah, I'm really confident that like if we're healthy, no one's gonna want to see us. You guys need yeah. to pick it up on the road, man. You guys are six and eighteen on the road. We're man. bad. That is it's, crazy. it's our bench. Terrible. On our the bench road. is bad. Yeah, Terrible I mean, stuff's back now. So which is yeah. good, but. I mean, you guys picked up a nice win. You got to keep that momentum rolling. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're sitting at eighth. Right after that, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves, Utah Jazz, 10th. Oh, got an ad popping up. Screw you, NBA. Da-da-da. Those are the guys playing in, man. We got Suns, Warriors, Minnesota Timberwolves, and Utah Jazz. Bottom of the pack, we got Oklahoma City Thunder, Portland Trailblazers, the Lakers, 23 and 26. The Spurs fourteen and thirty five, yeah, and the Rockets at eleven and thirty eight. Popovich wants Wimbenyana uh, eleven and thirty eight. We'll see if he can get him in the Rockets or. And Wimbenyana has had some highlights I saw on Twitter recently of him getting clamped and like playing ass defense against yeah. like that one. I can't remember his name. He's got a really unique name. He's the number two guy coming out of high school or whatever. I think I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. I know either. who you're talking he's about. He's got too. like puffy hair. He was like a guard, the, the gigantic yeah. he's like a guy. Six, no, he's like a six two okay. guard. Yeah. Okay. And he yeah. was just like literally like dribble move, dribble move right past him. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, some the West is pretty, pretty uh, close, man. I mean, like yeah. you have the the Jazz could make a push. Um, you said the Lakers, the Trailblazers with Damian Lillard could make a push. Didn't the um, Lakers just get Hachimura? They got Hachimura. Hachimachi. Yeah. 
Um, so they just traded for him. We'll see how that ends up. Ooh. Anthony Davis is back. We have to talk about um, he's back for now. His next low top shoe appearance, he's gone. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> we got we got to talk about um, that whole incident between uh, Shannon Sharp and like Skip. Uh, no, it wasn't oh. Skip. It was oh, Shannon Sharp the, and like in, um, Stephen Adams. Uh, well, it wasn't originally. It was Dylan Brooks was kind of John, and then it just kind of escalated from there. But there was a moment with a clip where, it, or just like a picture, and it showed um, Sharp wanted the smoke. It, it showed Shannon Sharp with like like three or four people standing behind him, and then just Stephen Adams going like this. Like, and I'm not saying Stephen Adams didn't or did or didn't want the <laughs> smoke. That's, a, that's one Adams. dude who I think could give him. He a wanted the smoke. Dude. Adams wanted the smoke. Adams is a rugby player. He, he wanted the smoke. Stephen Adams is fucking up Shannon Sharp. Yeah, oh, he would. Stephen Adams might be pound for pound top three in the league. Like for like hands, like not saying he knows how to throw them, <laughs> but like hands. not saying I, he knows how to throw them, but he's a durable at like sob top top three body slammer for sure. Oh yeah, top three getting kicked by Draymond for sure. <laughs> yeah, in, in the dick. <laughs> no, but um, that being said, that like so there was a lot of things escalating. Like there was a moment where LeBron kind of got a little out of character for the first time. Someone was talking shit, and LeBron like straight up on the court, clear as day. He was just like, he ain't balling. He's talking shit. He ain't balling. He's talking shit. And, like, I felt like it was kind of a snowball rolling downhill effect. Like, the energy in that arena just never quite came back to, like, ground. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it went from there. So, it's pretty interesting. It's one of the first times I've ever seen a former NFL player almost catch a body on live television. Body! (laughs) Not in the form of Steve Adams, in the form of um, Dylan Brooks. He would have, if that would have happened. But he's, Sharps apologized. I don't think he has any, I don't blame him for doing what he was doing, you know? Mm. He's, he's just, just talking shit. Yeah. Like Dylan Brooks was talking shit. Exactly. Yeah. This is, this is all mean, sports. And then there was that everyone thought that um, T. Morant wanted the smoke for some reason. And I was like, I don't think he ever wanted the smoke because like they dapped up immediately as yeah. soon as the scuffle I, ended. Well, they wanted the smoke a little bit, but then they're friends. So they dapped. Yeah. That's a yeah. bad idea for T. Morant. It's yeah. a bad idea for any grown man to want to fuck with Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Shannon Sharp, dude. <laughs> yeah. Bad idea. I just thought that was really like it played out interesting it's a good little yeah. segue into nfl you know not bad but before no that's no it was good that's a <laughs> great segue to for nfl but before we get into nfl i did want to announce february 14th i am dropping another single it's going to be without me featuring mixed by blitz so check that out it's going to be a love song for the ladies and for my lady specifically so love you holly shout out um yeah dropping another song on the 14th and then dropping another song in march as well so be on the lookout for that gonna be dropping another music video as well hit the link below hit my link tree check out all my music guys some of you might not know i make music make some really good music hit the studio today check that out all right man let's get on to these uh the divisional round huh hit that sound the divvy the divvy what soundbite? Don't you have a football soundbite? No, I wish. Oh, well, if we're going to dive into the football. Oh, you know what I can do, though? I could do this. Watch. Ready? Where's the whistle? Oh, okay. Nice. Well, <laughs> I want to take a moment and just say I fucking told you so last week. You, I mean, you did, I but guess you the, also told us that Mahomes was going to get over 315 yards, and he did not do that. I mean, I didn't predict a fucking <laughs> high ankle sprain. No, that was our parlay leg. But our par- I parlayed every winning team on the playoffs. Did, and we hit that. I was four for four. Four for four. Like, Damn. We called it, dude. We called it. And we told you guys, if you're watching this, to hit that parlay, you're going to make money. You disagreed on the Bills versus the Bengals, and I, I did. called that I shit. Did. I, I did. didn't think it was going to be that one-sided. I just thought that since he was rolling and the, the Bills have been questionable. Now let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right, so we had the NFL divisional round. We had Chiefs-Jags. Good game, but 27-20. Let's go, Chiefs. Mm, okay. How do you feel, Dave? How do you feel? Division so, winners again. 
Um, so first of all, we're the first team in NFL history to host the AFC Championship five years in a row. And like like Nick Wright, this fucking guy. like Nick Wright, that is now henceforth the Arrowhead Invitational. Mm. So until you take that shit off me, mm. this guy. Yeah, dude. Until yeah, you take that one of until you take that shit off of us, bro. We're thanks, dude. That like hosting five AFC Championship games. Granted, that's like a a random thing to like to happen. It would be cooler to have more Super Bowls, of course. So we're yeah. we're going for Super Bowls, but you can't tell me that shit's not dope. You can't you can't tell me Mahomes not averaging the AFC Championship game isn't like really something to applaud. Hell yeah, dude. So all things considered, I'm ecstatic we won. Mahomes showed. One thing that he's never had to show before, not that he... Nah, I, I take that back. He just... Re, he heavily displayed grit. Name, like... Remember when Mac Jones had the high ankle sprain? He had to be carried off the field in tears. Yes. Mahomes was throwing his fucking helmet because they wouldn't let him come back in for the first half. That's <laughs> the type of warrior that Mahomes is. Is that for his own good? That's not good because they had to make sure that their half billion dollar man you, is okay. That looked pretty scary, too. It just, was scary. High yeah, ankle sprain. Dude, how scared were you when that happened? Um... Uh, shitted. <laughs> like just shit. At first, I was Dave just seen uh, like flashbacks. Just <sighs> he started right. spinning and shit. Like <laughs> it, it sucked. It really like it sucked. But then as soon as Chad Haney goes in, gets a ninety-eight fucking yard drive. Yeah. Are you kidding? Look, <laughs> uh, just goes to show that on Henny given Sunday, anything is possible. I hate you so much. We're moving on. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're fucking not. Chad Henny has the longest drive in Chiefs postseason history at 98 yards. Damn, that's fire. The record used to be 97. What a guy. What yeah. a guy, huh? Give that's, this man his you bread. You can't tell me that there's a, like, when your job is to be the backup and you do what he did, shy of being a backup who should be a starter, which we've seen that play out like Nick Foles at times, like, that being considered, you can't ask for more from your fucking backup. He didn't turn the ball over, mm. and he fucking scored. Yeah, okay. And if we didn't make that score, we mathematically aren't guaranteed to win that game. You know See. what I'm saying? And then, fast forward, our fucking defense, bro, just getting, like, picks on Trevor Lawrence. Like, what is this? Ooh. Like, that last pick that was, I believe, I mean, Trevor Lawrence has been throwing some interceptions. Dude, all he threw, like, season. four picks against the Chargers in the first half. Like, Get him, Winston! Get him! <laughs> no, not, not him. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going after Trevor that, Lawrence. The crazy he's just saying, he's trying to hype up this defense on Trevor Lawrence that's throwing four interceptions to the Chargers. Juan Thornhill <laughs> with the fucking one-handed that pick. That was sick. That was, that was sick. And you know what's even sick. crazier? You know what's sick. even crazier? He broke that hand a couple games ago and he's just been playing through it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. He's not even wrapping it up. It's one of those injuries that he's not risking further damage. It's probably like uh like a hairline or some shit. I'm not a doctor. All right. Now, sure. since he's been gassing him up the whole time, now you tell him why they're going to lose this next game. Well, let's talk about the whole week and then Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to get Dave real quick. <laughs> I wanted to bring Dave back to the ground <laughs> cuz he is high on this divisional. <laughs> he thinks they're going to take out the Bengals. Do you think he's taking out the Bengals this year? I definitely think we can. Oof, okay, we'll leave it at that for right now. All right, so let's get on to this Eagles-Giants game. Shitter of a game, 38-7. We've seen it coming. Yeah. I thought it was going to be way better of a game. Got dunked on. Dude! I thought if Saquon could Hurts set up the back. run. Hurts back, you're losing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought Saquon was going to help him put up a fight, but it was a, team, nah. it was a team effort. I mean, when you're a team like the Giants and you can't throw the ball and you get down early like that, it's, yeah. it's game over. Like, it's over, dude. 38-7, come on. Come yeah. on, what do we got for the first half? Or for yeah, first half twenty eight to zero. Yeah, dude, 
You ain't winning. Yep. I'm sorry. That game was hard to watch. They, you're they, in the playoffs and you're down 28 to zero. You ain't winning that game. They went for it early on fourth down, like in their own territory. Yeah. And it was it was game over. Now, yikes. That. You said 28 zero. You ain't winning the game. But it, I mean, it, but when you're on. the Giants against but, the Eagles. But when you're down 27 zero and you're Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah Trevor mean, Lawrence dude, did really well in the second half. Shout but, out Trev. But the first half, <laughs> not good. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Terrible. And, and the that was more on the Chargers than the Jags, in my opinion. Chargers going Charger, but we don't need to talk about eliminated teams. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about this Bengals Bills game. Called what? Twenty seven ten. I fucking called it. You know why? Wow. Because I the Bengals. You don't know why? Because the Bengals can run the football. Joe Mixon, man. It was snowing. Joe Mixie, dude. I, I think and in Buffalo, and snowing, Bengals running it out. And What's cool, cool Joe Burrow just throws darts. Like, he doesn't crack under Joey pressure, man. Burr, he's, dude. he's like the second coming of Brady with that, like, the moments never really getting to him. You know what I'm saying? After an injury. After an in, a big injury. Like, shout out Joe B, dude. I Joey mean, B, that was my fantasy doing football the quarterback. Thing. Same. Was, hey, that was come my on. guy. Super Bowl champ, two Super Bowl champs right here. I don't want to like be like that, but like, there's two Super Bowl champs in in uh, in the frame right now. There's four rings in frame. <laughs> four, literally four rings in frame. Fantasy football. What you do? Hey, me and this guy are. I'm just. Why I'm do you think va- we have a sports? I'm being podcast? facetious. <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on, moving on. Twenty-seven ten though. Pfft. I'm sorry, Bills. Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. Should we say sorry? To hold the on, Bills? before we pass, uh, we yeah, pass on the Bills. Like... There was a lot of drama at the end. Did you guys hear that? Uh-uh. Diggs left the locker room early, and then um, no. Isaiah McKenzie, Isaiah McKenzie had to go get him and bring him back for like because the team hadn't like had their moment, and then he left again, and then he's just been kind of he's been like clapping that? on Twitter. He's just like he said, tired he of losing. He says targets. he's tired of losing every year. Yeah, he's tired of getting not not enough targets too. I mean, very... to be fair, he's their window, their window to win just kind of closed Steph- like i'm not saying that the bills can't win next year because they totally can but like the cap you know what the cap hit combined from josh allen and stefan diggs was this year it was mm. about, it was about like sub 20 million you know mm. what their their cap hit is next year what? for those two guys what 60 million dollars mm. for those two guys Jeez. yeah so when, once the cap takes like gabe davis I, I, have they resigned him is he on any type of deal should they resign him i mean does he want to resign yeah like there's a I lot mean, of detail they, they brought cole beasley back off of practice like out of retirement basically like he went to some other team's practice squad and then they brought him back because like, they, hey, cole. they knew that he knew the, the playbook to some extent mm-hmm. and they needed a competent receiver and the other receivers isaiah mckenzie who was a running back years prior so like you kind of are they're kind of limited they have a lot of firepower. They have a lot of, like, their risk-reward is so tangible. You know I what I'm you. saying? Like, yeah. they're, I think they have the highest ceiling in the whole NFL as far as, like, potential on both sides of the ball. But they also have a, a floor lower than the likes of, like, Kansas City, Cincinnati, um, probably Philly, like, we're, games that we, we never really got to see. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, th- I think they're just more of a finesse team and in the snow <laughs> being down. Um, and then You have to run the ball. Exactly. And well, they have no one to run the ball. Yeah, I mean, they got, do have guys. James but, Cook, like, fucking a rookie. Yeah, well, and then they have the Devin Singletary. He's techni- decent. Technically, you're not a rookie after you just played a whole season of football. But, you know, we all agree that, like, basically yeah. a rookie. So I, I think they're just too finesse, and they're a regular season team, the Bills. They're until, a vertical threat team. Until proven. They were looking different. good this season. They were, but their defense isn't like everyone's it's like, number oh, their two. defense is great. It imploded, two it imploded from what it was. It, they had a decent number defense. Number two was there good, for a little bit. But but number two in points allowed all season. It wasn't no yeah. San Francisco that, defense. That doesn't make you a good defense. That 
Like you could have, you could have been in any other week. You could have had like, like an average eleven points against shit teams, and then average fucking forty against like. I mean, we obviously teams. seen who had the better defense here, huh? Yeah. In this game Bengals. right here, the Bengals. And the, you know why the ba- to ten. You know why the, that Bengals defense is so potent? Is because they change up their formations consistently in game. They don't like allow you to adjust to what they're doing. They adjust before you figure it out. Mm. They the way that's how they're effective. That's how they're effective against the Chiefs because like when they were playing the Chiefs, they were doing like. They were dropping back like seven or eight and rushing like three or four. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like so that like the there wasn't a lot of pressure because you know like historically when you blitz Mahomes, he typically kind of thrives. So it just there. depends. I don't know. They they displayed at different times different run. Um, like they were anticipating certain runs. They were anticipating certain like route trees. Mm. They didn't let Josh Allen get going at all. At all. Yeah. Like and in the snow that like that works both ways. That makes it more hard for both, sure all players stats, involved. His stats were horrible. Yeah. Josh Allen, two I mean, two sixty four yards, one interception. Not the best. But no touchdowns. Yeah, no touchdowns. And then the interception was pretty bad. From yeah. what I remember. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely. I mean the Bengals good good on the Bengals, dude. Their offensive line, I think they only had one starter for the offensive line. Let's talk about this rushing. Burrow didn't get sacked once. Let's talk yeah. about this rushing, dude. They did well. 26 yards for Josh Allen, 25 yards for Singletary, 13 for Cook. That's it. One touchdown. They ran the ball maybe like sub a dozen times. You know, when you're playing when you're playing 60 plays a game, 60 offensive snaps, and you're running the ball less than like 20 percent, and you're at lower and you're at lower in in the snow. In the snow, that is not the like you can just read that optically and say you're not winning that football game. Like if you can't run the ball in the snow, you almost can't win. Facts. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Crazy, crazy. Let's move on, though. 49ers, Cowboys. I kind of called it. 49ers. We all kind of I mean, saw, we all kinda saw that the Cowboys would not take out the 49ers because the 49ers defense is stupid. Cowboys are wishy-washy, bro. They're wishy-washy. Yeah. They're wishy-washy. Week um, prior, they had a what looked like a formula to win the NFC, and the very next week, they lose to a fucking Mr. Irrelevant. No points in the first quarter, you know. I mean, on, on the flip, San Francisco didn't get any points Dude. in the third. But. Now, I saw a stat that really shocked me. Um, when Dallas let go of Tony Romo, he had the current standing record that Dak Prescott has in the playoffs. Hmm. Wins and losses. So oh. Dak has now, they got, not to say that they would have kept Tony Romo and he'd still be a, a player and or competent, but like they replaced him with the rookie from Mississippi State and that was Dak Prescott. And, and now, now they have a similar result. And now they're, they have, oh. the, they have the exact, they're sitting exactly where they were. So what does that tell you? Is that obviously not on them, right? There's Who a lot, there's a lot more to it. I mean, there's some confirmation bias that's definitely taken place as well as like Dak has his moments. Like when he's, Jack's like J.R. Smith in a sense where it's like he'll go into a game and throw 40 on your head and then he'll go into the very next game against like the oh, the 1-11 and 11 and 1 Texans and win by like a last second run. Like mm. he has no in between. Yeah. He can't put the team on his back. He just rides the momentum better than some of the most. He's throwing too many picks. I yeah. Mean, like he Big has a city. great defense and they still can't win. Tony Romo, they or their defense was terrible when Tony Romo was playing. They just had an O line. They had an O line, and then they could run the ball. They the could iron throw curtain. it. Like and they, Tony Pollard. Let's not forget Tony Pollard broke his fibula yeah. in game. Yeah, on the same wow, looking type wow, wrap ups, wow, like wow. similar to Mahomes. So like that. Once uh, he went down, and that's that's another thing that was devastating because he's a free agent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So fuck, dude. Like that's and, the worst. And that means with that type of that's break, the worst. He probably at best. At best, if the stars align, might be able to make playoff football next year. Mm. 
depending. I don't yeah, know the timetable or the severity, but like a, a a fracture, you know what I'm saying? He might yeah. the way it looked to be carted off and everything. He had surgery immediately, so yikes! Speedy All recovery, right. bud. Let's talk yeah. about this conference championship. The two we got the 49ers and the Eagles at 1 p.m. Sunday, January 29th, and then same day, Bengals Chiefs 4:30 p.m. prime time. Oh man, is it going to be a pretty year? Is Arrowhead going to stab their competition? Or are the Bengals going to eat them up? Or are the Eagles going to fly away with the victory? So at the beginning of the playoffs, I put money on the Bengals to win the AFC, and I put money on the Eagles to win the NFC. Winston! So, Winston! I mean, the Eagles is like, you know, they were the favorites. It was a gimme. But the Bengals, you know, that was... Nice pickup. They're like plus like nice 400 pickup. or 700. Well, we know who uh, Winston's going for. Yep, because I don't have any money in my FanDuel account, so I really need this, man. I need this shit. My man's avoiding a deposit at all costs. <laughs> exactly. I'm on the budget. Let's Oh man, dude. Alright, so we got the 49ers Eagles. 1 p.m. First game. Is it gonna be a pretty year? Um, what are we thinking? I think Eagles. I think is, Eagles got it. I don't uh, think the defense of the 49ers can keep up with the Eagles offense. I probably really don't. not, but, but it's, anything it's, can happen and I can see it happening. Too. It's hard to say because what do they have like do they have to shut down Jalen Hurts and the Eagles? No. They have to make him uncomfortable. Meanwhile, maintain their offense. See, but do you know how hard it is to make somebody uncomfortable when they're running down the fuck? You know what I mean? Like he's gonna be gone if they it's, try anything. It's so hard to say. It's hard to say. Yeah. Um, I mean, and honestly, I mean to say, I mean, we're talking about the number one defense in the NFL right now with San Francisco 49ers. They could shut down Hurts' running game very well. If I think if they shut down the running game, it's I over. think San Francisco wins because that's what they did for Dallas. It looks like. If you make them pass the ball, Jalen Hurts can pass the ball. But if you make them pass it, then it's going to be more of a challenge. They want to run the ball. Yeah. So if you make them throw it, then they're going to they're going to struggle a little bit. I think San Francisco. I don't defense, know. They have AJ Brown, dude. They're they do, but Jalen Hurts is throwing the ball. They have good wide receivers, but yeah. Um, I think uh, Jalen has the least interceptions in the league right now, too. Yeah. I mean, they've been up a lot of the games, mm-hmm. but uh, San Francisco better defense. The offense agrees. I would say Eagles are a little bit better. But are you serious? I think the Eagles are miles better offense-wise. Dude, Kyle Shanahan that, is, if, is if, just, That's a plug-and-play yeah, offense. Yeah, right you're right, you're it's right. It's crazy. Right, right. For him, top to bottom, and they have Debo. They have Debo. On, they it's have, not just that. Party's doing good. They got Debo. They got Christian McCaffrey. They got Ah, Brooklyn. you're right. Hold McCaffrey. on, hold on. We're not done. They, we're not right. done. Brandon Ayuk is a dog. He's and a he's dog. a return man, too. So he's, he's a dog. He shows that he's the... if When you... Put all your like eggs in one basket. He's the receiver that's open consistently. Their kicker ain't gonna miss a kick. And then Their a- kicker's not missing. After that, after that, you have a top three tight end in George Kittle. Mm. They have so many. They have more. That's weapons. They have better weapons. weapons right there. I think they oh have God. peak form. They have better weapons. But that being said, it's so comparable that like that offense is so stacked. That's why that's a Mister Irrelevant offense. can step You're in right. and win playoff games. That's like that's You're why right. that team right. with Jimmy G went to the Super Bowl. Like that's why that team with Jimmy G beats Honestly. Aaron Rodgers with Devontae. That's, like, a, good, that's a good case right there, if, man. If you can, I can't argue that. If you can take Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. The last he's in the NFC championship and he looks good, like really good, then like to me that's the coaching. I mean that, maybe the coaches, Shanahan's well, goaded, Shanahan's bro. are goaded. Dude, fucking he's great. I mean, we'll see what Purdy does next year, but um I'm I'm kind of rooting for the 49ers, bro. Really? Like, low key, I want the dude. Eagles to win. I mean, I have money on the Eagles, but like, dude, the 49ers. Cinderella like, stories are so fun, bro. 
Trey Lance looked like shit. They're like, like 49ers ain't going to be shit. Jimmy G, fucking out for the year. Hurt. We're like, 49ers ain't going to be shit. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. We're like, 49ers ain't going to be shit. They're shit. They won, they they won 11 games in a row. They haven't took lost out a game the Cowboys. Yet. Yeah, they took out the Cowboys. They won 11 games in a row. Man, these are, these are the 49ers sitting at 15-4, and four, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles 15-3. and three. Like, yep. And you know what's really Crazy. unfortunate is the Broncos have the 49ers draft pick. So we're losers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They haven't lost a game since we got that shit. Y'all gonna get like what? Y'all gonna get like the 29th pick at best. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I dude. hate my life. Um, all right. So Super Bowl picks. I want you to give the two teams in the Super Bowl. I want you to give the two teams in the Super Bowl, and then me. We'll start with Winston. Uh, well, we haven't talked about the Chiefs Bengals yet. Oh, we haven't. We haven't. Yeah, I'm yeah, jumping. Yeah. I'm jumping. Let's talk Bengals Chiefs. That is 4:30 p.m. Sunday. I think so. Mahomes is playing, correct? Mahomes yeah, it's already is been playing. confirmed. He's pra- he was a full participant at every practice. Yes. I think Bengals are winning. I think Mahomes relies on his mobility a lot. And I think knowing that he's going to be less mobile, I think the Bengals' defensive coordinator is going to try to utilize that. And um, Andy Reid is going to try and mitigate and not allow or try and prevent him from having to scramble because he's a great offensive mind. But I think the, you know... The Bengals, Joe Burrow, and the defense. I just, I think the Bengals are going to take it. They've been hot. They've been hot. They've been hot, and the Bengals have beat the Chiefs like since they've had Joe Burrow. And I'm gonna argue they, the hottest team in the in the conference uh, 40, championships oh, right now. Forty uh, ers I'd say. But you think they're hotter than the Bengals right now? Eleven in a row. Yeah. Ah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. I forgot about their streak. Yeah. I but about their streak. I mean, the Bengals beat the Bills, and so that's a tougher opponent than the Cowboys. Facts. So. Mm. We could tell by the game when we watched it too. Yep. All right. So who? So who? You got? Who? I got. I got Bengals. Bengals and. Oh. Um, oh. Oh. I'm, I'm jumping around. All right. So you got the Bengals. Who you got? Obviously. So you guys. Easy know, pick. You guys know who I'm going. Easy for, pick. Who I Easy think pick. has this? Now it's the Bengals are such a respectable team. Um, I'm a big fan of them. I see a lot of the the Kansas City Chiefs like trials and tribulations and the fanship that Cincinnati's had to go through before they had their guy, their first round draft pick in Joe Burrow. They hadn't won a playoff game since 1990, before we were born. Think Damn. about that. They go and get their guy. Now he's four and one in the postseason. They got a Super Bowl appearance, so this is it's no coincidence. So I'm that's a team. Even though they've beat us three times in a row, you would think I would have like this huge distaste for them. But I respect them a lot. I don't view it as a shame to lose to them because they're a good team. That being said, I think it's all us. We're at home. We're going to have some schemes. Andy Reid's going to like really flex his genius in this game. I think that's what this is going to come down to. Um, how the defenses play, that is to be determined. Their defense is really good. I do agree with what Winston has said, that like Mahomes, they're going to really try to eliminate any mobility from him in the form of necessity. We're not going to scheme him in plays where we want him to scramble. Will he scramble? Probably. He's real stubborn. Like We're going to have to wait and see what he does. But all things considered... Um, so far, he hasn't had any negative things said whatsoever about his high ankle sprain, no setbacks or anything like that. Um, against Jacksonville, like uh, I want to say 2019, week one we played them. Mahomes had high um, ankle sprained his left ankle. This was his right. Um, when he uh, messed up his left ankle, that very next week he threw for like 340 yards and four touchdowns. So yeah. he's proven... He's very capable. With it, when it comes to high ankle sprains, it's also going to come down to how well did he recover, which I don't expect him to be 100% by any means. And secondly, it's going to be it's going to come down to like willpower because 
if he knows that he's not in a position to risk a tackle, but knows he can get away with a scramble for like two or three like garbage yards just to keep the the drive alive, he's probably going to do it, and he's going to have to just mind over matter. The pain's going to be there, I'm sure, but if he knows that like the pain is just kind of like it is what it is, like you know they're going to give him like a couple of shots of cortisone. And as like Taylor Lewan put it, once you get to that, you feel like ten years younger. You feel like you can go through walls. So yeah. I'm sure Andy. Re- if anything, this may sound lame, but a podcast was talking about this. It's called Locked On Chiefs. They were saying if they make Mahomes a game manager for one game, and that does it, like that's what it takes to beat the Bengals. Like keeping them off the field, long methodical drives, basically what we did with Alex Smith and Andy Reid. Then that would be a beautiful thing. Is mm-hmm. that gonna be a thing to work? This all boils down to can we run the ball? And Isaiah Pacheco had like 90-some yards in our last game. Mm-hmm. So I think now more than ever, we can run the ball. So with his high ankle sprain, we're probably not going to see a lot of stretch plays. No. Um, and then that eliminates the the play-action pass off of those stretch plays. I'm thinking we're going to see a lot of shotgun. Absolutely. I was about to say um, that. Yeah. Y'all play Madden, huh? <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> we'll see a lot of shotgun. Um because of his lack of mobility and then he'll have more time in the pocket because if his right ankle sprain is or his right ankle's hurt then if he's under center he can't do that drop back as as firmly yep it's going to be it's going to hurt it more and so um that kind of makes you not one dimensional but it makes you less multi-dimensional i think he's um, going to come out with an aggressive rap on his oh, for sure. and i think he's going to like Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if for the first drive, we might not even be able, like, if you didn't get forewarned otherwise that he had a high ankle sprain that first, excuse me, in that first drive, you might not notice. Not to say that he's going to be mobile in the first drive more so. Just Andy Reid has such educated approaches offensively that, like, he might have an entire game plan that we'll score with very early that may or may not be replicated, but I imagine it's going to be, like, bubble screens, we're going to have a lot of um, less play action and a lot more just direct snap under center, shit like that. Yeah. You're right in the sense that our RPOs, we lived off of RPOs. We would take advantage of that. We see them all the time. Mahomes would give the ball away, like fake throw, shit like that. So we'll see. It all boils down to that. And can our defense stop Joe Burrow? That's a real, real question mark. Because their defense is great. Their defense is like hitting on all cylinders right now. They're playing the best football they've been playing all year. Now, I did see that two of their offensive linemen are out for that game. Yeah, four of them were out against the Bills. Um, So now they only have two of them. Uh, But, yeah, you're right. I mean, if the defense can do well, Joe Mixon, you know, can they stop the run? If you can stop the run, then that's going to help. But then you have T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and then that new white guy that they got. Fucking, I forgot his name. Quinn or some shit. Regardless. Yeah. They have so many weapons. And shout um, shout out to the Bengals and the Chiefs for... Uh, demonstrating after this whole year that they are the teams to beat in the AFC because mm. we're getting a rematch. They, yep. And like another like again, not like the the Bengals retained all their talent for the most part. I don't know if too many de- too much of any departures that they lost. The Chiefs lost Tyreek and we're still in this bitch. So like that to me as a Chiefs fan, like I think we've already surpassed expectations at this point. We went from will they make the playoffs to are they going to win the Super Bowl? Like Dude, yeah, I, I mean, you did. I'm, I'm just I like, agree. as a Chiefs fan, like, obviously I want us to win this game. I just don't want to go into this game, like, devastated because as a Chiefs fan, I can confidently say that my guy is pretty much going to get to the Super Bowl again, you know, health considered. So I, I'm i just really enthusiastic as a now Chiefs Now you said fan, it, Super Bowl. Let's talk it. Let's talk it. Yeah. Who are your picks for the Super Bowl? Who's going to be in it? Who's going to win it? Um. So I think Bengals are going to go to the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, I think... 
whoever wins out of the NFC will probably win the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. So I want the 49ers to win, but I I don't You have that it, bet on the Eagles, so Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think it's a toss up the NFC. I think I think the Bengals uh should be favored. They're not. Um but I think whoever wins the NFC is going to take it. What are we sitting it. at? Odds-wise. So the chiefs Bengals, Chiefs are... It's, it's moved like every day since that game got it's announced. It's minus 120. Um, oh. It's at Chiefs. We are close um, together. The Eagles, we got minus 148. Mm. Uh, okay. 49ers plus 126. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Those are some close bets, huh? Home field Those gives you some... like an automatic like three points on a spread. Yeah. yeah. Guaranteed. So that's like almost the equivalent of that. Mm. Yeah. All right. So that being said, who you got winning? NFC? Just any it, NFC NFC, team? so gotcha. uh, probably 49ers. 49ers? I, I think 49ers okay. take it. Dave, you you have the floor. So think? obviously I have um, the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl and winning it, but I think this would be the most marketable thing of all time. Give me a Chiefs-Eagles Super Bowl, Kelsey Bowl. Ooh. Jason Kelsey. Like, first of all, they started a podcast. Shout out their podcast, New Heights Podcast. It's one of the most trending sports podcasts around. It's great. Hear it from, like, two... Like in NFL, like players week to week venting about what they go through and second, everything. Second to sport champs. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but um no, uh they were like, how are these brothers gonna start a podcast? The year they start a podcast, they're both in the AFC NFC Championship weekend. Yeah, that's crazy. With that the pro- with the possibility of playing each other in the Super Bowl, that would be crazy. Would All be crazy. I know is if I'm either of those two's parents, you can't tell me shit. Both your kids, mom in the and Super Papa Bowl? Kelsey, you wow. can't tell me a damn thing. <laughs> you can't tell me that's like shit. That's one of those rare parents that just produce specimens. You know what I'm saying? Like the the Guys. Watt family or like the Jones family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like nice. both John Jones brothers, Arthur and Chandler Jones, have Super Bowl rings crazy dude these specimens man but yeah give me a kelsey kelsey super bowl i think that would be super marketable um i don't need it to be marketable but any of any of these four teams i think justifiably deserves to represent the super bowl and i'm enthusiastic about no matter who goes if the Bengals win against the chiefs i'm rooting for them because unlike him i think the afc is winning it this year I just, I okay. really do. I, I think that if the Chiefs win this game, I think that gives Mahomes enough time to recover. And I Two think weeks. I think the Chiefs will will win. Overcome. Um, yeah. But that's because I thought the Bengals would win, and I don't think the Bengals are better than the 49ers or the Eagles. Ah, I see um, you. I think the Chiefs have enough offensive power because mm-hmm. those are defensive teams. Chiefs are an offensive team. We put 44 on um, the Niners when they still had Jimmy G, and they had Christian McCaffrey playing. It was his first week. Granted, he didn't know as much in the playbook at all. Like, that's yeah. the best week to catch him is that mm. first week. Now he's hitting on so many cylinders, I don't want to see him. So after all that, what's your Super Bowl game? The the Kelsey Bowl. Kelsey, okay. Kelsey Bowl, and you got the Chiefs, obviously. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, I I like your guys' picks. I'm going to pick Eagles, uh, Eagles-Bangles, and I got— We all got different bowls. I got— oh, Who's going to win? That's a good game. Eagles, Bengals, good game. Because I think they're kind of level, talent-wise, kind of similar. If if Cool Joe makes it to the show, he's taking it, bro. I was going to – I'm leaning toward Bengals, dude. If the Bengals beat the Chiefs – Jalen's going to be on his biggest stage. He's only got one playoff game, or technically two. They lost the playoff game, I want to say, a year prior. But Jalen's got two playoff games. His first game, he was – Firing on all cylinders, all the momentum in the world at home, killing it. He's about to be at home again, but he's going against the best defense he's ever played in his career, yep. in the biggest moment of his career. Yep, this is going to be a lot. Like I don't think he's going to crack at all. Give them one big play. Give them one big play, though. It's going to be something to see. I honestly think, like, if you can put a spy, like someone, like a linebacker or something, on on Hertz, 
and make sure to just make like no don't give him the idea to want to scramble just take that out of his head you know what i'm saying like yeah. what or like aren't they dealing with like What's that one pass rusher? Is like Fred Warner or something like that? Fred Warner is the middle linebacker. Yeah, he's going to be – he might run amok on that team. you got Nick Bosa. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yep. There's – I mean, this – I will say that I think that the that game will probably be low scoring because we're going to get to see some like just – it's going to be a bloodbath. Blood I think the Chiefs-Bengals game is going to edge towards like a 30 – it's like it's going to be 30s. over like 63, I would say, combined. Damn. And I think that that um, that Eagles Niners game, we might be like sub forty eight for the final combined score. So the over under for the 49ers Eagles is a forty six point five. What I and then damn, the Dave, okay over under for the Bengals Chiefs is a uh, forty eight. Ah, ah, that one's a little lower. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say that's a good pickup. They're, they're, that's a good forty eight. Forty eight. But I mean, Mahomes is injured. Like, you're right. You're right. You never know. Okay, one. He's out the game. That ain't happening. Yeah, you know obviously. What I mean? Yeah. I mean, but we could so, see Henny go in there because you know and do his thing. Yeah, you, you know Andy Reid's drawing up some plays for Henny. You did say anything is possible. Henny exactly. given Sunday, bro. Henny given Sunday. Mm. We've seen some shit from yeah. backup quarterbacks is, in the playoffs. Henny, dude, they need to retire Chad Henny's number, bro. Because think about this: this is two times in his career for the Chiefs in the playoffs where he had to go in for a hurt Mahomes. Hurt Mahomes for his ankle gets a ninety-eight yard drive touchdown. Hurt Mahomes for the concussion against the Browns. He gets that fourth and one, like, big ball Andy Reid play. Fucking throws it to Tyreek on the edge. He lays down. Chiefs go to the AFC Championship. AFC. So, Chad Henney is that dude. I'm like, that was this. You know what's crazy? They had to, um, uh, Travis Kelsey had to, like, make this happen. So, Travis Kelsey got that touchdown from Chad Henney on that 98-yard drive. Threw the ball into the stands out of pure excitement. That was Chad Henney's first playoff touchdown. Oh, it's been shit. in the league like Damn. 13 years. Yeah. What the fuck? They were able to get that ball back and then exchange it with the fan with like a bunch of like signed Merch shit or something. That's Which, cool. Dope. Shout out that fan, whoever you are, because like I understand that that ball. The might... fans all no, <laughs> no, dude, that's Chad Henney, bro. That's like I I would trade any of that sports memorabilia that I could think of for just a signed Chad Henney jersey. That's fucking fire, bro. Mm. That's so cool. Shout out Chad Henney. So. Shout out Chad Henney. That concludes our uh, NFL talk a little bit. I think we're pretty good. Do you guys have any other hard-hitting news? I do. We have one thing we didn't talk about earlier. Um, the official announcement of Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury that is happening February 26th, 2023. That is going to be on ESPN Plus Pay-Per-View. Now, before, wow. before anyone gets excited, just know we will not be speaking of this until after it actually happens. Because we're tired this of slapping our guns. Third time, but yeah. I just felt like we need. It is to worth mentioning. It yeah, is you got to mention it with the date and stuff. But um, should we happened. get into some of the more like we kind of talked last week about like Francis Ngannou, John Jones, all the things. So um, Tyson uh, Fury has recently made a statement that said he would be down to take Francis in um, MMA gloves in a boxing bout. Say that one more time. So Tyson Fury has verbally... In MMA gloves. Yeah, he's like the four-ounce gloves. He said he'd be down to take on Francis in four-ounce gloves in a boxing Francis bout. Francis is getting knocked out, dude. I don't think that there is any way... And before, before. Now it's time to talk MMA. Run it Second back. time, running it I, back. I genuinely doubt that there's any recipe that Francis has to beating Tyson Fury. Like, sure, yeah, does, he have the, too good. does he have the hand strength to pull it off? Sure, but I think yeah. if you put Tyson's too good. If man. you put Deontay Wilder against Francis, Francis gets baptized. Yeah, yeah. Any high level heavyweight boxer is probably gonna take out Francis. Yeah, it sucks, but hey, throw him in MMA and watch Francis maul them to death. Some other random <laughs> MMA know? news. Um, 
Uh, today, good. unfortunately, Conor McGregor got hit by a car while yeah, riding his bicycle. while riding his bike. And then the dude drove him to the hospital, put his um, his bike in the back of his trunk, drove him to the hospital. <laughs> damn it, dude. Imagine hitting Conor McGregor on his bike. He'd be pissed. I'm He'd surprised. be pissed. I'm surprised Conor didn't fuck him up. Like, he was fucked up, probably. Yeah. Uh, it did say, quote, he could have died. Hmm. So, I, I mean, a bad. He, I mean, who doesn't say that when they get hit? Who knows? Car, Regardless, yeah. I'm glad to see that seemingly he's okay. Yeah. That glad he's tough. okay. Hopefully, it doesn't anything crazy, you know? Um, nothing crazy, man. Some other random MMA news that I sent you. Here, uh, I'm going to pull up a little That I sent too. you at work that's kind of cool. So, like, as announced, both um, Ricky and I are going to see 1FC's first Ooh. official U.S. card. We will be in Denver in May for 1FC. We should do a meetup. Yeah. Th- Ariel Hawani and all the crew might go. And do, they might do a meetup. Dude, dude so we're trying to so we're, we're gonna be attending the show and one FC just announced the return of Sage Northcut. First <laughs> is, bout since he got his like TKO loss in his um, one FC debut. I'm ready for that. We're gonna Sage see Northcutt Mighty Mouse, is a dog. Sage. They're it's, gonna keep announcing really dope fights for this card, dude. Because this I'm is the first dude, America card. Please, 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 I wanna see some uh, Muay Thai fights. They're yeah, it's already all three. They're oh, the Muay fuck. Thai, Jiu Jitsu, MMA. I can't wait. I, we, might see Mikey Musumeci. Dude, I just uh I can't wait. That'd be crazy, bro. So Nor- Northcut's going to be there. That's going to be do- uh that's going to be dope. I did want to say I wish I seen this before we moved on from NFL, but police greasing poles before 49ers Eagles game to deter wild celebrations. Yep, Eagles. <laughs> Eagles fans. What are you going to do? Flip cars, bro. Philly, dude. What are you going to do, bro? The link gets rocking out there and then the whole all Philly just runs wild. Crazy. That's crazy. Awesome. Um other NFL news. Yeah. Uh Broncos are looking for a head coach. Yeah. Have you guys heard of any info Sean on this? Payton. So Sean that Payton. That sounds like it's not happening. Sean Payton's Probably not, not happening, allegedly. He said he's he's good. Ah. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's looking like D'Amico Ryans, the San Francisco defensive coordinator, is looking like that guy. But um, wow. we had some deflating news about that today. Oh, really? So the deflating news about that today is that um, – He's also potentially because he's going to interview for Houston's head coaching job, and yeah. the rumor is that if um, the rumor is that he's going to take that job. Yeah, I heard he sued the owners. I have no idea over over the field because he like tore his ACL, and he's like the reason I tore my ACL was so. It sounds like there might be some hard hard feelings, but if I'm him, I might take the Texans job because you can you get the first overall pick. Oh yeah, um, C.J. Stroud, come on by. Yeah, or any of the three quarterbacks. You know, like there's uh, Will Levis, there's C.J. Stroud, um, I Bryce Young. I would, I wouldn't go Will Levis yet because he played in Kentucky, so he did play SEC football. But like, I'm, not, I know I've watched him play. He beat Mizzou. Like he's a mobile, like white quarterback. It was, it was sorry to see him beat my Mizzou Tigers. But that being said, I, I think that um, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, like coin flip on those two. Or actually, mm. I think the Bears have the first pick. They do, uh, they do. but yeah, they're, yeah. Rumored, they it at the they're rumored to trade that away and or, um, like, I don't see, like, they're not going to, like, who would they take? Is there a is there a one-of-one overall guy that they really need? Because they have Justin Fields, like, I he don't think. He did pretty good. I think Justin Fields. I mean, Fields, they were 3-10 in the regular season, I, but. I mean, I don't think Justin, or I think Justin Fields is, like, I wouldn't, it's hard to say. I think he's better than those other players because we've gotten to see him in an NFL uniform against NFL defenses. He's got a year of it. Yeah. But what we saw from him is not a foundation to to build on. All we mm. saw was him being like, oh, I'm the only human being on this offense that's competent but other than like a handful of like plays with running backs like David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. So I'm just going to run for like almost a thousand yards because I have to. Yeah. And it's mm. going to look ugly. We're going to lose every fucking game. 
but I'm going to run a lot. Like yeah. that was it's hard to watch. It's not sustainable. I He's going to every I've said this before and I'll say it again. Mobile quarterbacks who rely on their mobility as a means to be successful can't last. People adjust to him. Like Lamar is He's not a victim of this because I think Lamar, healthy, can run amok at any team he's on, and he's actually proven he can throw the ball. He actually started to throw like he's capable of a four thousand yard season. So that's why Lamar, I think, is like differentiated himself from this little subgroup of mobile quarterbacks. But when you go through historically, they, their windows of opportunity were very short lived because that athleticism is very. That's a huge toll on the body. It's a lot to ask of these guys, and on like. Defense is one year it'll change your, your life. Your run strategy and like if you just look at it from a macro level and you look on the field, their run patterns are gonna it's formulaic whether you think about it or not. Your muscle memory is gonna make it formulaic, and it just takes one one outside guy to say, "Don't rush the passer, drop back just a tiny bit because he's gonna run and go go horizontally." Like that's that's what this looks like. So, I think Justin Fields like they it would be foolish of them. To, to draft a quarterback, but it would also be foolish of them to have the expectation to continue what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd give him another year and see what he can give you. Yeah. Because um, this quarterback class isn't that great. Next year, you have Caleb Williams. Yeah. Um, Heisman out. Trophy winner. Yeah, and you have some other prospects. So, you know, we'll see. But, um, yeah, I, hopefully we can get D'Amico Ryans. That'd be sick. That'd be nice. Um, if we can't d- get D'Amico Ryans, I don't know who the fuck we're going to hire. Dan Quinn doesn't want the job anymore. He's staying yeah. with Dallas. Yeah. Sean Payton is still unemployed, but, like, it sounds like he doesn't want to go he there. doesn't want to. Maybe so, Byron Leftwich. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> who the fuck is that? He's uh, He used to be a quarterback for the Jaguars oh, back really? in the day, yeah. Isn't he, like, non-rememberable? Offensive Tampa. coordinator for uh, Tampa Bay, Yeah, I, I was about to say Tampa. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know who the fuck we would have if it wasn't for D'Amico Ryans. We'll see, but... I will cry laughing if y'all motherfucking get Eric Bieniemy. Fuck no. You're not gonna. I guarantee you aren't. And if you did, it would be on, like, an unguaranteed ass, like, the most slap-to-the-face contract for a year you ever saw. Let's get Dion. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm trying to think, like, realistically who you guys... Because, like, you guys had all your eggs in the... Originally, it was the Harbaugh basket... That fell through, Rogers and then it was Sean Payton, and seemingly that fell through. Dan yep. Quinn was the assumed backup plan, and now I think he took it personal that D'Amico Ryan is getting the favoritism looks. Um, and a, Kind of a random tangent, but in other news, did y'all see Nathaniel Hackett's the OC for the Jets now? Yeah, I did oh, see that. Really? Yeah, and the Jets, and the Jets are apparently one of the top trended... <laughs> the, basically what the Broncos just Winston's went through. Like, the Jets are like... I think second or first to get Aaron Rodgers in a hypothetical trade scenario. Oh, my gosh. Good luck. Um, Hey, to pony off of that NFL news, Brad Pitt in the corner of the Chiefs. He's riding with the Chiefs, dude. Dude, a lot of people You got Brad Pitt in your corner, dude. We have so many people that ride for us. The the real question is, who is Drake going for? That's the real question. That's the question. Hey, you guys want to laugh? I don't know if you will cringe or you will laugh. Do you want to know who the halftime um, talent will be for the AFC Championship game? Who? He's a Chiefs fan. It blew my mind because I was like, what the fuck do you have to do Some with Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll. Fat Joe. Hell yeah, dude. That's pretty sick. That's pretty sick, dude. Money showers? Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I never knew he was a Chiefs Shout fan. Shout out Fat Joe. Isn't he Shout- from like New York or something? From like Miami or some shit. Like, <laughs> he's a bandwagon ass bitch, bro. Oh, no, he hey. likes Mahomes, dude. He got a Mahomes jersey. Come on. Yeah. Last year, last year, it was fucking Tech Nine. He's from Kansas Shout City, out though, right? He's from Missouri. He, no, and he yeah. performs um, like routinely there now for like halftime performances. And the craziest thing is when he performed at the AFC Championship game last year, that's the biggest audience he's ever had in a crowd in his whole career. Hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I believe it. I mean, 
But no, I mean, good for Fat Joe. I guess he doesn't have to be a fan of the Chiefs to be the halftime performance. No, I was just caught off guard. I didn't anticipate him. Honestly, but yeah, I'm, I'm, of, I'm super enthusiastic about it. I mean, yeah, but like... We don't even see that on the televised They could have done better. I've done Fat Joe, I think, for an AFC championship. <laughs> better, better than Terror Squad, my guy? I think so. <laughs> don't I mean, hate on Fat Joe, man. Let him I mean, perform. It's it's Cincinnati and fucking Kansas City. Let like, him perform. And speaking bro, of performing, I'm performing... Uh, February or no? I'm don't let don't don't dude. Arrowhead just wants to do the rock away and lean back, bro. Don't take that away from us. I guess I just don't <laughs> don't take Kansas City and Cincinnati as hip hop communities. I I see like a country singer like doing a halftime show. I think I I I, I understand where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, like Fadjo, I'm not expecting, mm. but and it's it's, it's supposed to be cold, like real cold. Oh really? And they, they had be... some they had some probability of um. Like precipitation, but I don't think it was very high, so I really doubt we'll see any. The cold is not going to be good for Mahomes' ankle. Fuck no. Yeah, that's not going to help. But we're going to see. Um, do we? We don't really have a parlay this week, huh? There's so few games to talk about. You could we could make you could parlay like some some football and some basketball. We could do basketball. Let's make a parlay Um, real quick and get out of here. Next week, we can talk about it next episode because it's next week, um, next weekend, so it's worth talking about next weekend itself. But we have the uh, the return to CBS for Bellator. Yes. Ryan Bader taking on um, Fedor Emelianenko for I the think second Fedor time. Fedor does it, dude. Knocks it? him out again. Fedor said he's retiring after this, but he's done that like his last like four fucking Yeah, fights. he can't retire. He can't he stop. He just refuses. All right, let's go over these. Let's go over these sports. Mm, on what we're going to par Lizzie. Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking, Winston? Are you going to do a basketball pick or are you going to do an NFL pick? Um, I was thinking basketball, but they got do basketball. the Nuggets game isn't on here for the uh, 76ers. Nuggets are playing tomorrow on ABC Saturday mm. okay. um, at one thirty. So I was going to put money on that, but I don't see it on here. Um, but it's probably on yours. So that's I'm going to pick the Nuggets on that one. The Nuggies? Yeah. Joel Embiid versus Jokic should be a good matchup. Okay. Um, Nuggets what, have a better roster. What is that? What um, what you call you that? I'm on Fanduel, oh, and it's not no, on there. You, oh, it's not on there. Yeah. Okay. But I know they're playing. Well, I need you to pick one that's on there. Are you on Fanduel? Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I would oh, hold on. Let me let me just try and go to DraftKings. I haven't been able to get in DraftKings for a little bit. I would I would I go with my password. I would go with the over on uh, the Bronco or not Broncos Chiefs and Bengals. Higher scoring game. Um, yeah. Of over 48. I mean, that's 24 24. I see someone, you know, 27 24 is realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm going the over on that. It will be a cool over game. 48 for Bengals Chiefs, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I don't, it's minus a minus 110. Nice. Nice pick up. Pick up, pick up. All right. Mm, what are you thinking, Dave? Um, I'm not really sure. I was thinking maybe like, Oh, that's hard, honestly. Warriors play the Raptors tonight. Warriors are a minus one ninety four. Mm. Raptors aren't very good. That's pretty. That's a good pickup. Pick yeah, at, at Warriors. At, mm. I mean, you're at least it's not home with six and eighteen. Uh, I mean, at, oh, on the, the road. Yeah. I yeah, at home. You, I honestly don't know. What well, to you bet. don't have to think of something. <laughs> um. I don't know. <laughs> I mean the Eagles winning. You want the Eagles money line? Let's see what that looks like. Okay, Eagles money line is a minus one forty eight. 
I mean, on two legs, we're sitting nice, buddy. We're doubling our money on two legs right Throw now. Throw the Eagles in there. All right, so we got Eagles money line. Bengals over 48 with the Chiefs. Ooh, okay, so you guys got both NFL games. I'm going to go NBA. Let's go NBA a little bit. Let's look into a little something-something. Let's see what we got popping. Mm. I could pick something really nice, really easy. Um, let's let's open up this. I'm going to pick the Boston Celtics over the Lakers. Minus 290. Nice conservative line. We know the Celtics are going to take out these Lakers. I mean, the Lakers have Anthony Davis. They should. But they should, right? They should. Mm, you're kind of scaring me Le- now. LeBron's been killing it, bro. You're kind of scaring me now, dog. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's think a little bit. Let me let me see what these Luka props are looking like. Let's let's see what these Luka props are looking like. And they don't have any up. Okay. Yeah, if you do a game like that's tonight, then they'll have those. But not Saturday. Like you could have Steph Curry scoring over 20 points. Like yeah, that's, that's a good pickup. Yeah, it's, that's, that's a great pickup. That's minus 650. I it, I mean we could still throw it on the parlay. Yeah, no for sure. Let's see. Let me see what other options I have though. Let's see. Player points. Let's go. We're on FanDuel by the way, y'all. Mmm. Stephen Curry over twenty seven and a half minus one hundred five. That's a good. Is that not good? I feel like that's okay, right? Raptors are a pretty good defensive team. Ah, okay. Their their coach is maybe pretty... not twenty seven and a half. Yeah. Twenty five is a confident one. Twenty five. Yeah. You should get twenty five for sure. Let me see. To score twenty five plus minus one eighty five. There you go. Even 20-plus to be safe. Ah, oh, that's minus 650. Let's do that. We're taking Stephen Curry over 25 points. So we have a three-leg parlay picked up for you guys, Sport Champs Parlay. We have over 48 match points for the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs at minus 110. We have the Philadelphia Eagles money line, minus 148. And then we have Stephen Curry over 25 points tonight 8 p.m do the bet right now guys do the bet right now or you're gonna miss out um that parlay is sitting at plus 392 that's a good that's a good <laughs> that's, that's a that's, risky bet bro it's risky it's risky it's risky hey what but was we our, got it last year or last year you last... bet five dollars you get 1964 that is a. I mean you're you're making money you're making money if you bet ten dollars you get 39.28 it's a good bet so check that out that is our sport champs parlay anything yeah. else for y'all yeah that's it that's it All right, y'all. Have a good night. Sport champs.